What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A Dear Media original podcast. Welcome to Back to the Beach, you guys. I know you're always so excited just to get right into the episode, but I'm going to have to just er, hold you right there just for a second. I want to talk to you about Factor. You guys, when summer starts to wind down, fall can get a bit chaotic. I think we can all agree on that. But Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery makes it easy to stay on top of a busy schedule while still sticking to my goals. Factor is the perfect meal solution for an on-the-go lifestyle. Whether it's a quick lunch at my desk between meetings or a fully prepared dinner that I didn't have to shop for, prep, or clean up after, they've got me covered for weeks when free time just isn't a thing. Not only do Factor meals save me time, they also keep me satisfied. Their chef-crafted recipes are packed with restaurant-quality flavor. It's so good, you guys. I almost can't believe it's dietitian approved. Factor equals free time. So instead of spending those precious hours after you get home hustling around the store and in the kitchen, they'll deliver ready-made meals right to your door, eliminating all that meal planning, prep, and cleanup time. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs and ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. You guys, you can't beat that. Factor puts in the work so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals I can feel good about eating every single day. Okay, sometimes multiple times per day. (laughs) So you guys head to go.factor75.com slash beach130 and use code beach130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code beach130 at go.factor75.com slash beach130 for $130 off. The idea of you backing a keg out I of a can't. liquor store, like spinning it, or just, I'm sure you did do that, but having the <laughs> gentleman like, excuse me, just like moving your high school books, your government and your econ books out of the way, and then Literally. just having him place it in the back of your car. That is a great image. Truly amazing. Welcome in. It's Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen. I'm Stephen Coletti. Hello, I'm Kristen Cavallari. All right. And (laughs) here we are. There were only two times the entire two seasons that I did where I was so nervous about my dad seeing an episode. And this was one of them for obvious reasons. (laughs) Yeah, I will say that this one has been circled on the calendar for a while. It was before the show came out. I was very nervous about it. So I feel you there, but also for us to talk about because 
we never really spoke about this. You know, I'm sure we did actually back- At the time. Yeah, but also at the time, I was in college when this aired. Because by the way, everyone, this is episode 105 titled, What Happens in Cabo, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) It aired October 26th, 2004. I was up at San Francisco State University. Kristen, you were still down in Laguna Beach High School. I was a senior in high school going to school (laughs) while this is airing on TV. (laughs) MTV explains this episode as the group heads to Cabo San Lucas for spring break and things get tense between Kristen and Steven as she starts to spend more time with Sam. So before we go into all of the scenes here, let's let's set up how I think Cabo even happens because this Mm -hmm. could be, wait, was this MTV or is this IRL? Did this actually happen in real life as far as all of us going to Cabo, seemingly on a college version spring break without our parents <laughs> at 16, 17, and 18 years old. And to give a little context in that, we can actually say, yeah, we actually did do this. This was something that a lot of Laguna kids did. There were a few parents that were chaperones and that would go down there and spend spring break. So it was like the town kind of picked up and moved down there. We also had a ski week in February where most of our town would pick up and go to Mammoth, and there would be a few parents that, you know, would be bold enough to chaperone all of us there and house some of the kids. So That's actually would- on season two. We did take a Mammoth trip during ski week. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get to that. <laughs> I look yeah. forward to watching that. <laughs> so- there were parents there. Our parents did not just let us go. I mean, of course, they were very. it was very easy to get around the parents like, wait, who's going to be down there? We can't just send you off there by yourselves. Some of us were 18. I just turned 18 because I think this is March uh, when we had our spring break in high school. And I turned 18 and, and just that February. So there was that. But I had gone years before and it was, all right, which parents are going? Who's bunking up with who? And then our parents would kind of have a conversation with whatever parents that were going to quote unquote chaperone. But look, it was understood that we would go down there and we'd be able to let loose. There was not like, oh, you're not going to drink. Like that was just kind of understood, right? No, absolutely. And to be honest, now looking back, I guess I'm not shocked that my dad let me, but I wouldn't let my kids go to Cabo at 17 because I was 17. And Jessica's dad actually came with us. He was our chaperone. But to be honest, I remember seeing him maybe once or twice at the pool during the day. Like we were essentially on our own. And it's no surprise. We drank a lot, clearly, which we see in this episode. Although you don't actually see us drinking, but you can tell that we were drunk. And because the drinking age is 18 in Cabo, and I think I had a fake ID, which they're pretty loose about down there anyways. <laughs> what? We definitely had fake IDs. Well, you were 18, <laughs> you wanna, so you, you didn't don't have to use yourself. one. But the years before, I remember <laughs> going to Cabo, it was like, first of all, get your parents to okay going to Cabo. Great. They okayed it. Second, get a fake ID. Because even though they were pretty casual down there, some places, the places you wanted to go to that got a lot of people, they would check IDs. And you just needed some sort of a piece of paper that had some sort of face of yours on there that said that you were 18 years old and you would get it. At least that's the guys. I can't speak for the girls. We had the best fake IDs in high school. I mean, we want to go down that road. Let's fucking go. Let's go. We we used to have people go up to LA. I can't remember the name of the street now. Maybe you can. Wait, you would have people go? Or like a friend from school. Like someone would be like going up to LA. I went. Oh, you did? Oh, I never actually went. (laughs) Also, like I remember in high school one time buying a keg 
at our liquor store. Like, who the <laughs> hell is selling me a keg when I'm 16 years old? The shit that we got away with is truly amazing. But that's the a whole idea other conversation. of you backing a keg <laughs> out of a liquor store, like spinning it, or just, I'm sure you didn't do that. But having the <laughs> gentleman, like, excuse me, just like moving your high school books, your government and your econ books out of the way, and Literally. then just having him place it in the back of your car. That truly is amazing. a great image. Amazing. <laughs> You were very convincing, though. I feel like I if was. anybody was to give you any shit, you could just talk yourself out of anything. So. I could. I would turn it around on them. <laughs> yeah. Whoever was selling you the keg of beer didn't stand a chance. <laughs> True. Well, you don't want to mess with me. <laughs> okay, you guys. I know I spoke to you about Factor just a little bit ago. I have Steven here with me now because he also tried it, and he is also a fan. So, Steven, tell us about Factor. Yeah, so I wound up getting a couple of the smoothies sent to me, which were delicious. Uh, these are great. I loved the strawberry banana, but I have a whole fridge now stocked up on smoothies, which I'm very excited about. And I don't know, I could be pretty particular about these. They need to taste right. And these hit the sweet spot for you. They taste good, not fully loaded with sugar. So I do recommend the smoothies. Also, they're really nice because if you have a busy morning, you can just grab them and go, which I love. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, I took one out going to the beach just on my way and just downed it on the way to the beach. So it was perfect. Guys, Factor makes lunch and dinner on busy days a total breeze. Their fresh, never frozen meals are delivered ready to heat and eat in two minutes so I can fuel up fast and get on with my day. Factor's new Protein Plus preference makes it easy to power up with deliciously satisfying meals with 30 grams of protein or more. Factor now offers 30 plus meals per week and 33 plus add-on options like smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going all day, every day. New gourmet plus meals make eating at home feel extra special. For an additional cost, these meals are prepared to perfection by Factor chefs and ready to eat in record time. So you can savor the flavor, not stress the prep. When things get extra busy, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from four to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor even knows my preferences. They offer vegan and veggie, protein plus, keto, and calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me fueled and focused all day long. Mmm, fresh juices. Head to go.factor75.com slash beach130 and use code beach130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code beach130 at go.factor75.com slash beach130 for $130 off. Our Quavo trips were very much, you know, IRL. I actually because we were planning on going to Cabo. This was something that I remember saying to MTV because when they told me that they wanted to film our spring break, I was like, well, if you're going to film spring break, then you have to pay for my trip. And they did. That was the first what? time I realized, yeah, I was like, oh, I, could, I can use them a little bit here. Yeah, because I was like, screw you guys. This is my spring break. So I was like, if Your you want to- Your trip was paid for? Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> those fuckers. Yeah, so they did. They paid for my trip, which I was very happy about. I felt very proud of that moment. <laughs> I like that you brought that up because, well, yeah, of course they wanted everyone to be down there. But I remember it was a huge deal when we found out that they were going. And it was like, who the fuck told MTV that we're going to Cabo? Right. Because we didn't want them there. There was something, I think Lo got a lot of heat for it that she might have brought it up. Oh. And I remember thinking, wait, did I bring it up to them? Like, we I all thinking, probably like, did. <laughs> was, was it me? And I felt really guilty. And honestly, it could have been me. And, and I would pay the price for that. 
that had to be talked about. Well, yeah, because they were probably like, what's your availability Thursday through Sunday? And we're all like, uh, we're going to be out of town. <laughs> Where are you going to be? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think there was any way around it, really. <laughs> yeah. And when MTV was there on campus in the beginning, even though, of course, you know, they were kicked off later. But when they were there in the beginning, working with the school, when they got to meet everybody, I'm sure they had a school schedule. And I'm sure that they had yeah. spring break scheduled or yep. it's circled on the schedule as far as like, all right, well, this is a great opportunity to be able to shoot with them. So I think we started to kind of back off the, oh shit, MTV's coming to Cabo because it was like, oh, we're going to have a dinner for you guys. It's going to be on us. And then there's going to be maybe some jet skis. <laughs> well, okay. Should we get into the episode? Let's get into the episode. We'll, we'll kind of go how, let's go how they teed it up and how we, we got to Cabo before we actually get to Cabo. Right. Well, there's clearly a lot of <laughs> prep work that goes into going to Cabo, which I had also forgotten about. <laughs> but we will definitely break that down. Let's start with the uh, previously on where they had, you okay, know, of course, yeah. Lauren is, is teeing up the episode and what happened before getting the audience right in that right place. And there's a line in there where, where she says Kristen was determined to make it one we'd never forget. And Damn right. Obviously, <laughs> I love that that's You're your reaction. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I heard that and I was like, ah, again, that's MTV really playing you out to be the antagonist yeah. in this story. Yep. You're the bad news bears and everything. And so, yeah, that was, that was again, also, this is Lauren's perspective. Well, so that's what they're doing. Yeah, okay. Well, so at the nail salon, we first come in and we see you and Alex, you guys are teeing it up. And I think one thing we need to talk about in this episode is if you can remember where we were at at our relationship at certain points, because look, we know where we were at when we got to Cabo. I think we we're trying to hang on to something. Definitely seems like we were broken up. And we were talking to each other, but there were other things going on. So the scenes that set up Cabo, whenever they were shot, some of them were actually shot right before. I think there's some honest moments of like, you're going the next day or if you're buying bathing suits or that's Lauren, I can't really remember. But there's some scenes where it was like, all right, I wonder where in the timeline that they actually shot this and decided to put this in there. And no matter where they shot this, having us talk about Cabo, even though our relationship was probably at a completely different place. So yeah. I don't know. But you have Alex asking you, what's the deal with Steve? You're like, nothing. It's just kind of the same as it's always been. Yeah. And I feel, feel like that was a moment of like, all right, we were definitely trying to keep this relationship together and it was not working. Do you remember it that way? Do you remember what you were feeling when you saw that? To me, that conversation with Alex in the nail salon was pretty real in the sense that, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on with Steven and I. I don't think I had known for a while. And then I say that I want to hook up with Sam. And I said... Or I guess we were talking about if you and no, Lauren were going to hook up. And I said yeah. that I was probably going to hook up with someone else too because it's Cabo. And that's just what you do in Cabo, apparently. <laughs> Which is funny because we, we everyone kind of has that same attitude going into Cabo. We knew, and this is why no one wanted MTV to be there, because we knew that just shit goes down down there. People have a lot of fun. <laughs> and I think Lauren even mentions it at one point. There's like random hookups at some point. Yeah. It's just like things just happen. And there's, we can talk about the hookup culture too, by the way. Being, being in high school and this is almost like, uh, I think kids experience it at this point in their life, but a lot in college. That's when it's really ramped up for everybody. But there's this like casual hookup culture, right? It's like, oh, you just kind of mm -hmm. like, you might have just been drunk at a bar making out with somebody. And then the next day, it's like, oh, we just move on, right? <laughs> well, Laguna was very fast. I will say we experienced yeah. a lot of things pretty early. Also, we got hammered. I mean, like black out. Oh, so yeah. yeah, people were hooking. I mean, we did things that, you know, 23, 24 year olds were doing. Totally. But yeah, it is interesting how just nonchalant we are about hooking up. I thought that was 
pretty shocking because I'm so not like that now. Like I could never, if I had a boyfriend or if I was talking to someone, I wouldn't be able to even talk to anybody else. It's like so not me anymore. But a famous line that people probably thought was IRL is very much MTV, which is what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. And I'm the first one to say it on the show, but many people say it. And to me, when I say it, it seems so forced and so awkward. Probably as a viewer, you can't tell, but I cringed when I saw myself say it. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's it's something which actually going into the scene after you and Alex speak, we've got Lauren and Jen going in to get bikinis. And there's a really funny moment where Lauren finds out that she's quoted for the, the school newspaper by Jen yeah. saying what happens in Cabo stays a couple, which that must be from a year before, or maybe the scene was shot after, but that is a line that some kids would say. And yeah, MTV, I, I'm sure they had their mind made up that this was going to be the title of the episode and they wanted everyone to say it, especially have you say it because then they're going to go to a scene directly after that have Lauren say it as well, yeah, right? Yeah, that she was quoted, yeah. Also, nothing stays in Cabo when you have a camera crew with you. Just side note. <laughs> yeah, minor detail there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What happens in Cabo does not stay in Cabo. But I think Lauren's reaction when she finds out that she's quoted in the school newspaper for what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo <laughs> is in an honest one and actually a real moment. <laughs> and then there's a moment right after that too where Lauren pulls a bikini off and she's like, does someone else? And, and Jen knows that you would have that bikini? I mean, it's so stupid, right? (laughs) Also, I don't have that bikini or I didn't have that bikini. But I I mean, again, like these are just classic MTV moments where it's like, oh, I'm sure they were like, Kristen, I think has that. So then Jen, of course, repeats it. It's like, it's just so dumb. (laughs) It's also, it's a moment where they did Jen a little dirty with her talking about her mom firing her maid and and having to clean up after herself before they crossed the street. (laughs) I was cringing watching it actually. Oh man. So- I could see them pulling Jen aside and saying, there's that bikini, that Kristen, something something like that. I, yes. I, I could be wrong, but it, this is just stuff that happened because I started to catch wind throughout filming. Like, oh my gosh, they're pulling like the guy that was in the surf shop with me who they're just trying to get, say, what do you feel like juggling these girls or with my friends when we're golfing? It's just like trying, drilling into them. Oh, we, we really need you to say this. And then them saying it to me and just me just being so completely awkward and trying to laugh it off. You know, that's, that's how I would deal with, with my awkwardness to just kind of laugh it off or, or just pretend like it wasn't even really there. And so I could see that moment where they, they probably, you know, teed that up for Lauren to have a sincere reaction. Like, wait, what did you just say? Like, because yeah. Jen, knowing that you had that bikini, I, 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 I don't know. That That's a little bit of a well, stretch Because also, I, I didn't have that bikini, so. Well, there you go. From there, I think that there's an amazing transition that occurs from Jen and Lauren being in the bikini shop to then we got more Bounce in California playing <laughs> and you in full Mean girl strut across the street just bouncing chin up yeah. with your two friends by your side <laughs> making your way into the bikini store. And I almost was like, no way. They're not going to be there at the same time. And obviously it, it didn't work out that way. But I thought that that was going that way. But that moment of you guys strutting across the street was was pretty brilliant. And yeah, then we get in there and you're talking about your bikinis. It is just like, without skipping a beat, you're like, uh, can I have a large top, small bottom, please? Thank you. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the shit that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, shut up. And then I'm so appalled about a thong. I'm like, I would I never. But you want to know why that's in there? Because then when I'm dancing on the bar, I'm wearing a thong and a jean skirt, you know? So Whoa. they're just like always setting the stage, like laying the groundwork for what's to Can come Can you later. see your thong when you're dancing? Is that why you're saying that? 
Well, according to Lauren, you could, but oh, we'll get into okay. that. <laughs> but also, so oh they had gosh. us trying on these bathing suits and they made us come out of the dressing room and show off our bathing suits. And I was so uncomfortable. I hated every second. And watching it back now, I'm like, oh God, I hate it. I hated it. I was a little uncomfortable watching that. Yeah. When they have, when they're in the dressing room with you guys, you know, there's a scene yeah. in there. There's a camera, you know, POV in the dressing room. And I mean, you're, you're dressed, I was of course. 17. I that know, is crazy. I'm like, my God. I know that, you know, MTV was not, they would never put kids in a situation where it's like, oh, just change or anything like that. But I mean, look, they need the sex appeal, right? And yeah. we talked about this in the in the first episode where they've got you in your red bikini floating mm-hmm. in that jacuzzi that's not even yours and coming out and, you know, showing that little piece quite a bit. I mean, sex And of sells. course they had me trying on bathing suits, not Lauren, you know, it was me yep. because they had to, Put me in that box right. and keep me there. Yeah, you were going to be the yeah. one with a little bit of loose morals, as as they say. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wild so, woman. Uh, the wild also, woman. it's so funny, the prep that apparently goes into Cabo. The fact that they had us go to a tanning booth, yep. which I guess I did go to a tanning booth in high school, which is really ironic since we lived in Laguna Beach. I probably didn't need to, but we did. That was real. We did go to tanning booths. However, never in my life would I bring my cell phone into a tanning booth and call Jessica in the room over. I still, I sit here and I'm like, why didn't I just say no to some of this stuff? I guess I didn't realize I could, but it's just so dumb to me that we're calling each other in the tanning booths. (laughs) I would never, that's all MTV people. I would never, ever do something so stupid. (laughs) I was going to ask you about that because they obviously have you speaking to, I think it was Jessica. It been, I think it was Morgan Souders. Or was it Alex? Oh, no, it was Morgan. You're right. It was Morgan. Not, yep. not to be confused with with Christina and Morgan. This is Morgan uh, and, and, and Christian's great. Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have that quick conversation. And of course, they wanted you to talk about where we were at in, in our relationship. Do you remember, was that shot right before Cabo? What I remember about these big events like Cabo or prom was that we actually went and filmed the prep after the fact. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember this scene specifically, but I would put money on the fact that it happened after Cabo just because that was what I remember from these big pivotal moments. Yep. I remember when I packed for Cabo, when they had that little time-lapse of us filling our bags, that was definitely shot later. After. It's so hard because, you know, MTV, what made the show for them is talking of these storylines of, of our relationship. They're going to focus in on this. And to tell the story that they are going to tell, they're going to need to line it up with all these little one-on-one conversations in different ways. You know, I'm sure they would have you guys talk and, and kind of do a take and then come in and be like, yeah, okay, that's right. We need, we need you to talk about where you and Stephen are at, but could you actually say that you don't know and that like he's, you know, so show that you guys, because at this time, right, you guys were still together, right? You guys were still kind of together. Like, can you say you know, that you were been texting or you guys talked, you know, the night before and yeah. we're going to see each other down there, something like that. And then you would kind of go back and do it again. And then you would basically give them what they needed to tie the whole show together. And those are the moments that they use. And so you, you could really, at least for us, I feel like we could sniff it out easily, but I wonder for an audience, especially with what's going on in our relationship, you got to be wondering like, how is this real? They're saying that they're together and then the next night they're going with this person and the next night after that, they're going out with somebody else. It's dizzying, to be honest. And I yeah. now I understand why one of the most popular questions that we get is, was it real? Because you've got these honest moments of history between these people. 
they're trying to relive these moments and trying to have them thrive again. And in some ways they do, right? But in some ways it's also very manufactured for MTV as they're creating a story, need to create a television show and there needs to be a beginning, a middle and the end. Yeah, absolutely. And you are right though. I mean, they were going to get what they needed one way or another. And what I learned pretty quickly is instead of filming the same thing 500 times, it was more like, what do you want me to say? I'll just say it so we don't waste everybody's time. You know, that's where I eventually got to. And so, yeah, if they came up to me and said, all right, well, maybe just say you and Steven are on the outs or you don't, I'd be like, okay, I mean, sure, I'm just going to play ball. (laughs) All right, guys, I want to take a second to talk to you about Everly Well. Take action today for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Their at-home lab tests can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you can become a healthier you. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers that you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. So here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. Super easy, guys. I went on their website. They have all the tests on there listed for you. You can figure out what you need to prioritize. Uh, I picked the men's health test. It showed up at my door. Very easy kit. Pulled it out. There's a couple instructions in there. Uh, Submitted my little saliva sample, sent it back. And a couple days later, uh, I got an email with a note with all my results. And I was able to get clued in on all the different hormones that I didn't even know, some of them I didn't even know existed. So now I'm a little more in tuned with the hormones in my body. Highly recommend you guys checking it out. Check out the easy to use website. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com beach. That's everlywell.com beach for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com beach. I want to talk to you guys about Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Care Of's convenient individual packs make traveling super easy. Just grab a few, one for each day you're gone, and your vitamin routine is set even when you're away from home. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized recommendation, taking the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you. Care of daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compostable film so you can stress less about your impact on the planet. Each shipment comes with a customized booklet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals. I actually thought that this was fun because you take an online quiz and then from there, they recommend what vitamins they think are perfect for you. I just thought it was fascinating to see what maybe I could use a little bit more of, or maybe I've been focusing on some areas that I really haven't needed to. So I loved this part of it. I've been waking up, you guys, every morning, usually between 4 and 4.30. I do not know why, but it's driving me insane. And it was really interesting because this quiz actually recommended some stuff to help me sleep. So I'm excited to get that in the mail and give it a go. 
Okay, you guys. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BEACH50. Again, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BEACH50. The next scene after you're tanning and you have that conversation on the phone, we have the guys golfing. I'm golfing with the guys. Now, that was in two episodes again, which is supposed to be, well, I guess, you know, this is weeks later, ask. but that's the exact same day that we are golfing in the episode from, I think it was, it was Fast Cars and Fast Women. Yeah. yeah. Look, I could see for myself, like, I, I'm like, oh my God, first of all, they use that from a completely different day and, and they're dropping this mm-hmm. in here. And the bet that they created. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to Dieter about this. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that this was something that was made up by MTV. I think after the fact, coming back, there was like, they're they're kind of hearing, there's a scene from Lo and Lauren at the end of the episode, like maybe something happened between Steven and Lauren down in Cabo. And, you know, we've been friends through this whole semester. There was, oh, wait, they're down in Cabo. There's a little moment. They were never there to capture it. But then they're going to use that to play into the whole storyline, right? Mm-hmm. So then they're working backwards. And- it's like, let's create this bet. I remember so uncomfortable with that moment. Another, just like not wanting to do this. You could see I'm just kind of laughing through it and they're cutting so much because, you know, I'm, I'm just trying not to engage with it. Obviously you kind of fold at some point and, and you give in a little bit and just to move on, right? Like, oh my God, it's almost like the quicker yeah. I just like shake and say, oh yeah, okay, you know. Yeah, you play ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, so do you remember when this golf scene was filmed since it was in two episodes before. Where in the timeline was it filmed? Do you remember? It was much later in the shoot. So after Cabo. Yeah. Because look, they had their agenda for the day. Not only, which because the the fashion show stuff was definitely later in our semester. The fashion show stuff was after Cabo as well. But that's that's, that's right. in episode three. So right. this golfing day, they're like, all right, we're going to take the boys out. They're going to have them golfing. These are the pieces that we need. Let's have them talk about the fashion show, right? What happened there? Let's have them set up Cabo. And mm-hmm. that's what they do. And I think that even you saying in the tanning bed, oh, he's golfing and he's going to call me after and they cut to that. Now, look, yeah. I played on the golf team. So I, I very well could have been golfing. That could have been a natural thing from you, but that could have also <laughs> said they could have fed you that line, right? Because that of happened. Course. That kind of stuff happened. Yes, all the time, They're all like, the time. We just need you to say, because we're going to use the scene where Steven's golfing, because you say he's going to call me after he's golfing. Mm-hmm. So- Oh man, I, you know, shenanigans there. And again, they knew their story and they went out and, and captured what they needed to, to piece it all together. So yeah. very interesting to see. I was shocked. I don't remember watching this and being like, oh my God, that golfing is from two different episodes. I do remember, I think throughout the show, seeing moments like that. And this is like creating this bet with Dieter and, and having something being used later on. Always feeling very shocked yeah. when I would see something like, oh my God, that's how they're going to use that. This episode in particular, there's actually a few more moments like that coming up. They used some audio in the first or second episode that's actually in this episode. The getting ready scenes in Cabo, they spliced of The jealous rage stuff. And this is, remember, we were talking about that. I know. I know. (laughs) That was from Cabo. This is the kind of (laughs) shit that I was like expecting to, to kind of you know dig into as we were watching the show again for the first time after all these years because- Again, this golfing that is repeated on different episodes. And then we were watching that episode where you and Jessica cook us dinner and you're driving up saying Steven's rage. And I'm like, look, I don't know for sure. I was like, I don't even know if that's Jessica, but that is definitely not shot that day. And clearly they shot that after I had my moment in Cabo because as we see, they've built 
the show around this extreme moment that happens in Cabo and our relationship exploding, right? Mm-hmm. And Kristen's this wild girl, Steven's jealous rage guy. And they use those lines twice. And to see that in this yeah. episode was another really shocking moment. I was like, oh my God. And yeah. it's obviously, it's tough to to see that moment of, of weakness in, in my life that's used throughout the entire show as a point of like, right. Steven's the jealous rage guy, or you know, he's on the jealous rage. I'm like, that's, that's not who uh, I am. But anyways, I think we'll get to that. We get to that. But yeah, very, very interesting to see that and be like, wow. Very crafty MTV. Yeah, that's right. Then we go to Cabo. But before we go to Cabo, we have little scenes of us packing. And oh, yeah. I, I thought this was an interesting thing we could talk about because there's some memories from seeing your room and also seeing my room oh, from high school. Yeah. You have, like, yeah, you're right. I know. Really sweet moment because we have so many memories from both bedrooms. <laughs> I think there's little monkeys hanging on your headboard. And I was like, wait, did I give you those? Do you remember? <laughs> Please don't say it's from another no. guy. <laughs> okay. No. Oh Did you have a thing for no. monkeys? I didn't notice those. Again, you're you pick up on a lot more than I do, but no, couldn't tell you where I got those monkeys. <laughs> I do remember. So there's also an alarm clock that plays one CD on your nightstand. <laughs> the classic, like early 2000s. That's amazing. Yeah, there's no Bluetooth speakers or there's no plug in your iPhone. And yet there's a little alarm clock oh. that you crack open the top and it fits wow. one compact disc that you could play. Okay. You know, my favorite thing about my bedroom, which this is what I always tell people was, so my bedroom was on the ground floor. All I had to do was crank open my window and hop right out or sneak you right in. It was so easy to sneak out of my house. So <laughs> sneaky. The, the amount of tolls that I paid going in and out of that window. Oh, <laughs> man. We got in so much trouble. <laughs> there was one moment that I remember specifically, we were in our relationship thriving. The good times, people. The, people, the, stuff, yeah. the stuff that- uh, There were good times, we okay? Don't, we don't get to see in the show was- your mom was visiting and I stayed the night and I snuck in the window and she popped up in the window the next morning. So, so it's like, she knew. Yeah. It was like, the jig was yep. up on you a while back. She was like, Kristen, I know what you're doing. The parents always know, they pick up on stuff. Yeah. But we woke up in the morning to your mom standing outside the house, looking oh in God. the open window that I had snuck in. I and was I'll, like, I'll never forget shit. this. Do you remember what she said? <laughs> no, what'd she say? She goes, Kristen, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> I think my parents said that line for about 10 years of my life over oh, and man. over. <laughs> I'm glad you remember the window. Yeah, because the classic sneaking in and out, it, it, it happened a couple oh, times. Man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Also, but we we did the same thing in your room, too. I remember one time yep. I spent the night at your house and your dad was working on his computer right outside of your bedroom with his yep. back towards the staircase. And I literally snuck right behind him and like ran up the stairs and ran out of there. Like the shit that we did. Is I forgot so about crazy. that. That's I think there's yeah. a few times where, yeah, my dad was working from home and his desk faced out a window and we had to walk through the den and his desk was in the den. And we had to walk through there upstairs and go out. Yep. And then there was yes. times where there was also a sliding glass door in my bedroom and we could kind of crack that open and sneak out to a deck and then stairs that ran up the side of the house. Yep. Oh, so mischievous. Good times. <laughs> so wow. I, I see in my room, by the way, there's a Bengal cat, which my mom has always had these Bengal oh, yeah. cats. They're actually really funny and exotic uh, little things. They're like dogs. They, they play fetch and they're always very curious. It's, it's really funny. So it was funny to see one of those, but I was also like, which cat is that? I can't remember. Fortunately, <laughs> my parents finally learned the lesson, but we had gone through a few because they would let them out uh, during the day. And sometimes they wouldn't come home because there was 
There's coyotes, of course, Aww, and stuff. I know. It's very, God. very, very sad. But I, I was like, I don't know if we still have that one or not. But my mom still does have bagel cats. <laughs> and then they took down, I remember this. I had a collage of Marissa Miller next to my door. Oh, how funny. And they they made me take that down. And actually, I still remember the image. It was like she's standing on a, a, um, a pile of hay. And she's wearing like some… <laughs> Some sort of like a rock, like a Guns N' Roses t-shirt or something like that. I don't know. Some sort of iconic photo that I had up in my room. A couple of surf posters. And then we got a little Bob Marley rolling a joint on the door (laughs) in my room, which is really funny. I remember also in your room, you had that bulky TV hanging from the wall. Yeah. I was like, I try to remember shows that we were watching during that time. We used to watch Finding Nemo. I don't know why I remember that, but we would have Finding Nemo on all the time. We did school (laughs) one time to go see Finding Nemo. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Golden I remember spoon. we got golden spoon ice cream and I think we like poured beer in it or something like that. We did something. No. I Captain think it was Morgan's. Captain Morgan's. Oh, this is terrible. Uh-huh. This is terrible. <laughs> we were really bad. We do bad. not condone this, but I mean, we were, <laughs> yeah. we were, yeah. See, all of this fun happened before MTV came. See guys, there were really good, innocent, <laughs> sweet times. <laughs> I think it was a, a bottle of Captain Morgan's poured it as some like vanilla ice cream from Golden Spoon and then convincing mm-hmm. the theater guys to let us in with our our Golden Spoon. And then we sat in the back of the theater and it was like, it was trouble because it was like, we're spooning this Golden Spoon up and it's <laughs> Finding Nemo's on the screen. So that's kids, right? It's like, it's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a matinee with, with uh, oh. parents and their kids and us, you know, drinking in the back of the theater. On that note, let's go to Cabo. <laughs> yeah, I think we're ready to go. <laughs> to be continued. That's right, everybody. Come back and hang with us next week for what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. Not really. Part two. listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clint. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostick. 